Today on Otel FM, Gilada and I look to the horizons as we discuss the new Animal Crossing Direct. Hello and welcome to another episode of Oxl FM. I'm Zephyrin. And I'm Gelada. And we're back with a, another Nintendo Direct analysis, <laughs> retrospective, <laughs> review, something like that. But we're just playing to our fanboy strengths here, I think. Absolutely. But it was a really good one. Like, yeah. It wasn't a normal Nintendo Direct, like no. covering lots of things, what was coming up. It was specifically for Animal Crossing New Horizons, the new Animal Crossing game. Oh, yeah. And it was a full-length one. It was like 27 minutes, I think it was. And yeah. it was pretty packed with content. So we were originally just going to do it as a soundbite. But they were like, we probably need a full episode to talk about all this stuff. Yeah. Because we'll almost certainly go on a tangent. And I think the thing is, is like, to start with the tangent, they... Obviously, Animal Crossing is a big deal, right? Like, there aren't many Animal Crossing games in the main series, and so a new one is always a big deal. And you think it's been? I think it's been seven years since New Leaf, right? Exactly. And so it's interesting because it it sort of shares that a little bit with things like Pokemon and stuff like that. Like the hype is is insane for mm. for like an Animal Crossing game, and it's one of those things where the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't understand why. And not because I hate Animal Crossing. I love Animal Crossing. But I'm always like, why? Why are people so... It's like the same game again. Like, like you know what you're going to be doing. You know, mm. you're going to be in debt. You know, you're going to be chopping down trees and collecting fruit. And I think it's something about... It's a very, like, anti-game game in that it's so different to everything else out that's out there. Even Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon. Like yeah, because those games have you know, quite a, a purpose to them. You know, right. your, your aim is to you know plant crops, look after animals, make friends with the villagers. It's still very gamified. Whereas yeah. uh, Animal Crossing is, it's a bit like like Tomodachi Life. Right. When that came out, like it's very much like a have fun relaxing simulator. Right. And <laughs> you know? and it's funny. Like it's interesting that actually, in some ways, Animal Crossing has got even more popular or more significance because as a society we are more for want of a no actually not for want of a better word we are more woke about Mm. anxiety and the pace of life Mm. uh, than we ever have been right people are more aware about how technology is bad for our mental health and social media and all of that kind of stuff and i feel like animal crossing is is an antidote to that very in, in the way that it is and even with other games like if you think about mobile games that are quite stressful because they're you know, yeah, okay, they're relaxing, but there's a lot, you know, all the freemium stuff or like if you're thinking about competitive stuff. Constant notifications, you've got to come back right. in six hours to make sure you get this. Right. They're all super intense, right? Games now, a lot of games nowadays are really intense. Very and demanding of your attention. Demanding, yeah. And Animal Crossing isn't. And I think that's why this one as well is is even more hyped than normal in that we've got this high level of hype about Switch in general and high level of hype about a lot of communication about games like the fact that we have like an entire 27 minute direct video from nintendo about a game 
is like even one or two years ago not really a thing what i find kind of meta and it was actually my first note on my notes that i created mm. was that i like the fact that the direct feels like an old holiday brochure tape you oh could have yeah ordered, right like to watch yeah, them yeah, like because yeah. i remember having one like for disneyland or something back when i was a oh, kid God, really yeah i didn't even know they were a thing until you wrote yeah you you can like watch people like just go around like where you want to visit oh my god all of these tapes but what's ironic is that we're watching a video demonstration of like what to expect in the animal crossing game whilst watching a video description about what to expect in the new animal crossing (laughs) you know Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's a little bit meta but yeah so it was a big direct there was lots of stuff it's a very significant animal crossing game the fact that it's on Switch is a big deal. You know, it's that crossover between handheld and, you know, TV. When was the last TV Animal Crossing game? Was it like on the Wii? Was it like Wasn't City it? something, City Folk? Is oh, that right? yeah, you're right. It was City Folk. Okay, so that was a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. A whole generation ago, right? There was no Wii U um, Animal Crossing game, right? No, because it was on 3DS. It was the right. um, New Leaf. It was City Folk, you're right. Or Let's Go to the City. As it was known here. I didn't play that, actually. Tony was the only one that played that. That was one of the best-selling Wii games, according to Wikipedia. But yeah, so it's been a long time um, since a, like, TV Animal Crossing game. That was 2008. Wow. 12 years. Yeah. Makes you feel quite old. It does make you feel old. Um, There are people who are going to be playing Animal Crossing New Horizon who weren't alive when... The original came out. The not even like the just the last tv one came out (laughs) like if you're like 12 and you're playing animal crossing (laughs) thing is i was about 12 when the original came out yes like in fact i was a little older than that but Mm -hmm. like because i remember that was originally a nintendo 64 dd title i think if i remember rightly you know we never came to europe as well like it was the longest time you had to import it like i remember i imported it from canada Mm. you know like it's come a long way since then as well like i remember Animal Crossing used to be sort of like this small off the off branch franchise for mm. Nintendo. Like it was still a Nintendo franchise that they did take seriously, but it was very much a not a pushed one. It was um, super quirky, right? Like yeah. it was no it was that weird kind of like like weird art style, quite mm. like indie feeling, like a little bit rough around the edges and sort of I never felt like it quite had the same level of polish. Those that like early mm. one in particular, like the mm. GameCube one. Mm. Um but, it's yeah. really just grown to this enormous fan base that have grown yeah. up with it over the different generations. Because I think everyone has their own individual Animal Crossing that they relate to most. Mm. And one of the clever things they've done is that they've never reinvented the wheel. They've just added to it. Yeah. So, like, every game is kind of the same, as you say. And in a way, that makes you feel like, oh, is there any point in playing it? But then every game is the same, but with more things. So when you start playing, it's like, oh yeah, this is Animal Crossing again. And yeah. to be honest with you, you never you never play Animal Crossing forever. Like you always say, oh, I'm going to keep playing forever and I, I'm going <laughs> to grow my village and learn my... You, obviously you drop it off at some point. The next time you log on, it's like, you've been away for like 642 days. You know, <laughs> like that was the last time you... I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like I think that because they're... Part of the reason why Animal Crossing works to just repeat the same things again is that there is such a huge gap in between all the games. Mm. And I think for me, like on that subject of like the, which is the like Animal Crossing you remember? For me, it's Wild World Mm. on the DS. Like that was like the most significant Animal Crossing for me. I remember Tony and I playing that a lot when we were long distance and we would like, like that was the first time you had online. Um, And Mm. so we would like visit each other's, you know, each other's towns, each other's villages. 
and I remember going to university and like the internet wasn't very like it didn't no. really support stuff. And I remember like <laughs> it took so much effort to try and get Wild World to work. Yeah, over, you had like, to use those really stupid like Nintendo Wi-Fi. Oh dongle yeah, devices. one of them had one of them. You know, which were like well, they're kind of like just off-brand Wi-Fi dongles or something. Yeah, because rebranded. Remember, like this is now we're now we're really falling off on the tangents. But like, um, <laughs> it's interesting though. Like for the DS, as well as like ordinary you could have ordinary wi-fi but this was like at a time we didn't actually have any wi-fi in the house at this point this is like 2005 we were quite out we didn't have any wi-fi devices and everything was wired up with ethernet and i didn't have a nintendo wi-fi connection you could get like this usb thing it was like a white stick Hmm. and what was so weird is that i didn't have one of those but i weirdly had like someone had given to me i used to like hoard random like yeah. electronics and pc <laughs> stuff used to. you clearly still do obviously i still do um and <laughs> like i had a wireless a usb wireless thing that looked exactly the same as the nintendo ones and it was but it was a it was made by a company called buffalo that's um, it and what was crazy about it was that it wasn't the same thing but I worked out that if I plugged it in and if I force installed the Nintendo drivers and like changed the drivers that you downloaded from Nintendo, if I changed one of the files and basically there was like a vendor ID, which would be like Nintendo, like it was it was like a number and it represented Nintendo. If I changed that to be the same as the Buffalo one, then it would install for my Buffalo Wi-Fi dongle. And then it worked. It just worked. It was literally the same thing, just with a different (laughs) sticker on it and a different number inside. Um, This is back before you could just connect any Wi-Fi device what you wanted. And And the thing was, was that the DS had this weird thing where you couldn't normally connect to ad hoc wireless. Mm -hmm. Like if you had like a, like say you had a laptop, right? And you plugged it into a network with an Ethernet cable and then you made a little mini wireless network. The DS refused to connect to those unless it was one made by the nintendo dongle and so that was the thing you could trick it by using one of these things and it was just doing the same thing but it just did it in a certain way that the ds accepted and so yeah that was how i got it working i had i I, it's just pure chance that i had one i didn't go and buy one i just Mm. like weirdly had one in a box (laughs) well it was very tangential but the point is is that's how awkward it was to get online with the ds hence why it was so awkward for you to play wild world together and now it's moved so far on and now right. the, the Switch is just like basically always online as long as you have Wi-Fi in your home, which like basically everyone does. The system has like seamless connection in. So it's so much easier now to to do all that kind of stuff. And I feel the game benefits from that as well. Oh, like the yeah. ability to, because no longer do you have to worry about like friend codes in the same way either. Um, yeah. You know, like there's a lot of simpler systems of doing things now. We can talk about some of those things in the direct. Like they've, they've made things a lot simpler. So yeah. I feel like, Although all the Animal Crossings are good, I think this will go down as probably one of the quintessential ones now. Definitely. And I think, like, not to skip through, because this is kind of at the bottom of our notes, but, like, thinking about online and Nintendo's relationship with online. And, mm. you know, we talked about Pokemon Home and we talked about the, the like, upcoming expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield having DLC. And, like, we're still in an age where DLC is a from nintendo is like a novelty yes and i know people are apprehend like weirdly apprehensive about dlc from nintendo um like people were angry about the pokemon stuff and things like that but i love the idea of of getting more out of a game that i've bought by 
buying more of it, <laughs> right? Mm. Like if I enjoy mm. it. And so I'm excited by the thought that this is the first Animal Crossing that we're likely to get both free and maybe, I know they haven't said it, but they won't because people like they're terrified of scaring people yes. but like paid for dlc for animal crossing like imagine like it's like there's dlc to get like new neighbors like mm. you know new people that can come and inhabit your island or new furniture and stuff like things like that like it feels like animal crossing has been crying out for like some decent dlc mm. and it will just so like you said like animal crossing is a game where like you're like i'm gonna play this forever and then eventually you don't but that Give, would elongate it more. Turn it into a platform it. Yeah. and like people will play it a lot longer. Look at Pocket Camp. Yes. Right. Like on the, on mobile, obviously very different game. I, I don't play it anymore, but like that's still going. That's still a thing. And it's because you can push updates to it. You can do yeah. new stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so it's exciting to have a an Animal Crossing, especially now thinking about Sword and Shield and the fact that that's what they're doing with Sword and Shield. I'm like you are definitely going to do that with Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah, you know? eventually they definitely will, yeah, They'll do sure. an expansion. There'll be an, there'll be an extra island or there'll be, a you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like you can visit the, the city or something yeah, like that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. There'll be like exactly. mini games maybe or something. So much. There's so many options for them. But getting back to the actual Direct itself. Yes, Because yeah, yeah. We, we, we've strayed from the path a fair bit there. The Direct was broken up into three different parts mm. and it was basically talking about what stuff they've already sort of talked about but showing it in more detail showing things that they haven't necessarily talked about already and just answering some FAQs, as they say, yeah. which is just them basically just advertising more of the features yeah. of the games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I don't want to go through this list that I've made like piece by piece because it doesn't feel as necessary. It's just kind of talking points. But the first thing that struck me about the game as a whole, and although like we've seen lots of footage of it already, it struck me that how beautiful the game is. It it's does look really, really pretty. Uh, specifically for me, like both the lighting effects and the weather effects look amazing. Hmm. I was watching the scene where it like, changes from the different seasons. And mm-hmm. it, they all look... All the Animal Crossing games have always had a cool, distinct look between the seasons. Like They've done that ever since the very first one. But it does feel like a little bit of just a skin and that's it. Whereas they feel like each season really is just a kind of a new world almost like each time yeah they feel a lot more unique and the other thing also is like the last visuals and like animal crossing visuals you have to compare is on the 3ds mm. which was not it wasn't a powerful thing when it came out <laughs> and like no, you no. know and and things looked pretty rubbish on the like i'm looking at some screenshots right now of new leaf and it's like wow like a lot of stuff was still kind of sprite based kind of polygonal in places yeah, as well very like, jaggy and very very simple like no sort of fancy lighting effects no volumetric effects with like fog or anything like that you know because the 3ds couldn't do that no but the um, switch can and it it's, yeah. looks really nice like the sunset shot that they show in the direct is really pretty like the way the mm. light hits the sea and the sand is really really nice yeah absolutely like animal crossing definitely like despite the fact that it has a very simplistic art style it still really is going to benefit from some flair some visual flair on but it top. still manages to retain its it's does its art style though like it's very yeah, much it's got it's like it's aesthetic the animal crossing way of looking about things and it all looks really good it looks exactly even though they don't look anything like each other when you compare them in screenshots this looks exactly like the original on the gamecube yeah in the, it's like it, in know, your head it it's the same yeah. right like it's they, they managed to do that thing where you look at it and with your rose-tinted glasses on you think that this is what the gamecube version looked like <laughs> like if i say look for example look at breath of the wild and say ocarina of time like i know i i even in my mind know there's a difference right but animal crossing because they've been so consistent with the art style and the presentation over the each game 
they all look the same to you. Yeah. But this just looks prettier. Exactly. exactly. So I'm really, not, I'm really happy about that. They've also done the usual case of having wonderful music by the sounds of it as well. Like oh, the music yeah. was really nice and peaceful and calming and the sound effects were very charming and just nice and very appropriate like i can't think of a word to describe this like why a sound effect would be appropriate but it just feels right mm-hmm. so it feels to me honestly it just feels like it's got that nintendo polish to it which yeah. i think is probably one of the reasons why they had to delay it for six months mm. because maybe it didn't have the, quite that polish to it like the game was sort of made and they had the content for it but they wanted to make sure that it was like good and they chose like it looks like a really good solid finished game definitely definitely yeah i think animal crossing has always benefited from that polish because it just even just thinking about the music makes me feel calm you know mm. like like it's so it's not like breath of the wild in that it's not completely ambience like there is a melody to it like there's I can hum yeah. like Animal Crossing little ditties kind of thing. <laughs> but at the same time, it's still very gentle and they absolutely based on the direct, it feels like they've completely captured that again. Um, I would expect no less for sure. And moving on to what they showed in terms of more g- gameplay features, mm. I guess you'd say. Mm. So the, the Island feels like a really nice departure from like the static villages that you've often been in. Yeah. And I like the fact that it's so customizable. Like, even before you arrive, you can choose from, like, lots of different templates. Yeah. I'm assuming you can kind of, like, reload them and basically just they procedurally generate each time and you can just find the one you want. Yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't really get a feel over whether it's, like, completely random or whether there's just four to choose from. Maybe. Maybe Um, there's just four to choose from. Maybe. The reason I thought thought maybe there was going to be the procedural generation and you can kind of keep randomly rolling them is because... The game has the ability to craft the landscape to your will. Right. Like one of the features they're adding like later on in the game, either both in terms of time, but also maybe in terms of kind of game progression, quote unquote, as far as you progress in a Hammer Crossing game, mm. they give you the ability to sort of like create water tiles, ground tiles and cliff tiles. Yeah. So you can basically shape the island however you want it to be. Mm. So it makes things a lot more Minecrafty in a lot of ways. And yeah. you can tell they've taken some inspiration from that. Yeah, it's really not surprising, is it, in this day and age that with enough system power, you can let people terraform their island, essentially. And, yeah. you know, they only have to look at, yeah, obviously Minecraft, um, but also like Dragon Quest Builders and things like yeah. that. You know, yeah, there's, And crafting in general, right? Like, like they've added crafting into Animal Crossing. Like you can craft items and tools and stuff like that right like, see now that's something that i'm skeptical about so okay. i'm i've i'm gonna take off the i love animal crossing and anything nintendo hat for a second and put on my <laughs> more cynical slightly salty hat i'm worried that the crafting element is just a bit too gimmicky like i really like the ability that you can customize your furniture so one thing you can do is you can change the the color scheme of the furniture yeah you can add like custom designs like that you make using like the the pixel editors sort of thing all that stuff's really great i like that a lot but like you can craft an axe and then you can use the axe to chop down wood and then you can use that wood to like build a fence i'm like it's nice that you can kind of make things to kind of customize your island further like for example fences and paths and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but how useful is it really i don't really want to it just feels like my first minecraft or something you know my first dragon quest builders i guess so i guess like it's interesting because for me i sort of 
like I'm not super creative. Mm. And so I kind of worry about the fact that you can like make lots of very custom things, like whether you can sort of fine tune how things look and all the designs and stuff like that. Like I'm like, if that, I'm not really going to do a lot of that. No. Like, because that's not really my jam. I'm going to plonk my house down and that's coming Yeah, And I'm just going to like shove loads of stuff in it. And I'm not going to like, I will try, but I probably (laughs) won't be very good at like being super creative with that. And so I saw quite a lot of that in the direct and that sort of made me a little bit like mm, like not that it's a bad thing it's just not necessarily a, a positive thing for me as long as it doesn't detract from the other elements of animal crossing yeah. it shouldn't be a problem like, right. as long as it is just optional to make more of your own if you want it to be yeah yeah that's true like i guess that's my th- the thing is is they're not going to show you like everything you can do in animal crossing in a 20 minute direct right and so that's my thought is like there's going to be lots of stuff to do but right now it feels like the focus has been here's all the customization yeah here's the tools that we're like here's the stuff we're giving you so that you can like customize your house and make it your own yeah and it's like that's cool but (laughs) that's one thing i really liked actually and is the They've really added a kind of a custom feeling editor for your house now. Oh yeah, it's like Happy Home, isn't it? Oh, it's so much better. Yeah, they needed it's so that. Much it needed better. that so much. I mean, I don't feel like they. I'm not. I haven't played all of them. I the ones I've played primarily are the original and New Leaf. They're the two that I played the most. Okay. Yeah. So like when I think Animal Crossing, those are the two I think of. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like ever since the original, they haven't changed the way in which you decorate your home, which is sort of like throw a piece of furniture on the floor and then kind of awkwardly move it around. Yeah, and it's like you keep getting in the way and yeah. like you can't move it around and you have to like pick it back up again. Which yeah, is just like... so clunky. And I get it when it was on the Nintendo 64 slash GameCube, but there's no excuse for that in 2020. No, absolutely <laughs> so I'm not. really Jesus glad Christ. that they've basically just taken Happy Home Designer and put it in this game. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I sort that's... of, I feel like that about not just Happy Home Designer, but also um, Pocket Camp. Like mm. there's stuff about like there's crafting and things in Pocket Camp. And I feel like they've kind of, they've like really mashed those two things into um, the original the core game. Animal Crossing experience. I, this yeah. is really becoming a trend. Like when you think about the new Pokemon games and you think about Pokemon Go, for example, like mm. there's a lot of similarities of like Nintendo experimenting a little bit on mobile and then like pulling those into the main franchises. Mm. Really seeing that as a trend from Nintendo. Yeah, at the that's moment. true. Actually, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. They're basically just made things a lot more convenient now. Like, yes, they're yeah, not yeah. as stuck in their ways as they used to be with yeah. some of their games, where they just kind of kept features because that's what it's always been like. They're <laughs> yeah, happier exactly. to experiment, yeah, yeah, yeah. be a bit more modern with the way they think about things, like you say. But maybe they just require the mobile market to do the experimentation for them before they feel comfortable, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is fine because, like, for example, like this is the only time I've used capital letters the entire of my notes, but they've added storage. Like, yes, yeah, wow, yeah, right. like holy cow, that is so necessary. Uh, like I hated having to just like throw a load of furniture in the basement or something, just leave it there. Cause I didn't want to throw it away or sell it, but I also didn't want it on display upstairs or whatever. Cause it didn't really fit at the time. Like, yeah, you always had like cupboards and stuff, didn't you? But it wasn't quite the same. This is kind of making it a lot simpler. Yeah. It's just put it away. Done. Like don't want to think about it. Uh, it didn't show how you get them back out, but I'm sure there's a fairly easy way of doing <laughs> yeah. that. So the, the house customization is nice and easy and clean and modern. And it obviously, like you said, like you're not very creative, so you don't have to do that stuff. But if you want to, it's there and it feels like it's going to be quite a seamless 
transition period uh, for going from your tent to your house to a town that you create, yeah. essentially. I was a little bit worried at first. I was like, oh, well, what if I, I, don't, I don't want a tent? I want like a proper house. Mm. But then obviously you do. Like, it's fine. You get a house. <laughs> well, that was another thing that, that I like what they've done is that it feels very much like an unfolding game. Because and they're they're pacing it out really nicely. Because yeah. one of the issues I've yeah. had with Animal Crossing in the past is like, if you want to sort of like play it as a game rather than like chill out as an experience, you can kind of blaze through the content really quickly. Like that's true. That initial sort of like Tom Nook loan of like thirteen thousand bells. If you just grind catching bugs and fish, you can be done with it in like half an hour. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it it makes it the game feel kind of short and like empty. Whereas now they've added a few not roadblocks but just incentives to keep things paced nicer. Yeah, and you've got the, like, nook miles and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, that's the main one, for Internal sure. achievements, basically. Yeah. I like it, though, because not only does it, like, kind of gate things off a little bit and slow it down on purpose, but it also gives you things to work towards. Because sometimes when you're playing Animal Crossing, you do run out of yeah, um, inspiration. Like, you just kind of go, well, I'll go down to the beach and I'll pick some shells and I guess I'll go and see what nook has to sell and okay i'm bored now you know whereas now it's like oh i can i need to go and do my fishing for the day you know like th- that again that's pocket camp isn't it that's the mobile game yeah definitely on it. like you know, the login bonuses and the action yeah, bonuses and stuff like definitely. that definitely but i think it works quite nicely 100 yeah, percent. so they've done that but they've also added the way in which like the game goes from the deserted island with a tent to having a house and maybe like a couple of like other people's houses around to basically having a full-on town like all the other animal crossing games if you want that but you Mm. can choose that like everything can be made how you want it but then if you want to have the default experience it feels like that experience is going to unfold over time rather than being immediately upfront about giving it to you yeah 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 definitely i think that that was that was my worried much earlier on in new horizons that it was going to be quite scaled back Um, And it doesn't feel like, from the direct, it doesn't feel like it is scaled back at all, which is great. Because when you think of the the setting of a deserted island you think well what can they really do exactly, on a deserted island? And exactly like, yeah at first it's kind of cool that you're on a deserted island you have to like right. craft things and stuff like that but after that it's like but i want to go right. and build a gym in my house or i right. want to go and like you know explore something else or whatever but now that they've kind of announced and shown off all aspects of the game right. where it's like it's not just that that's the beginning stages like not that i played it but like let's go to the city like you had a whole like little town that was there with shops and stuff. And it's like mm. that kind of thing. Like, it's like, I definitely want to feel like there's like plenty of depth in the game. Um, and I feel like that's kind of been answered. Uh, the only other things that I wanted to touch on is how the the Nook phone is quite a nice oh, idea yeah. as well. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the menu system in, in Animal Crossing has always been a bit wonky anyway. And it feels like the Nook phone kind of like solves a lot of those problems mm. like it adds all kind of and they just kind of streamlined a lot of things like for example like there's the, also the ability to have like the magic wand where you can change your outfit so it's like really quickly and easily rather than to go back to your house and find the particular clothes you want to put on or whatever so everything just be it's just needs to be made easier which is nice everything's simpler yeah. and more streamlined having a nice big touchscreen in the switch will be nice as well if you are playing handheld you know that'd be really nice so yeah, I think they've really made the game the best version of the game they can while streamlining things down too. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think that we are definitely at that point with Nintendo now where they 
I don't know, like they seem to have shaken off some of the like convolutedness. Mm. Like again, I not to keep drawing the comparisons and I know it's Game Freak, but I really do keep thinking about Pokemon in my mind. And like, I know Sword and Shield gets a bad rap, but I see parallels so much in sort of like streamlining and kind of like taking away some of the weirdness and just yeah. making it a little bit more normal, <laughs> like yeah. a little bit more like every other game. Yeah, um, more modern, more international. Exactly, exactly. And that is definitely no bad thing. But unfortunately, one of the things that they still can't seem to shake and get right is their multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't, uh, it's just, everything about the multiplayer just screams, we don't really know how to do this. And we've spent a long time <laughs> trying to make it work and trying different ways. And this is the best we could come up with. Yeah. So you can share the island with eight people. Like, like in one, other on one players. switch, right? On one, there you go. Yeah. On one switch. How, why is it not possible to share an island with someone online? Like, why yeah. can't I share your island with you? Yeah, yeah. You know, we could just be townsfolk on separate switches over the internet. Right. Now, I suppose you could argue, yeah, but what if I edit something about the island and then you do it? Like, well, I mean, surely there's a way to, like, have, like, areas that you can't edit or something. Yeah, I guess like, it's I like, know. you could have... The thing is, is it would need to be online only, wouldn't it? Like, that's the... Yeah. The problem with the Switch, I guess, that they still have is that the Switch doesn't have a built-in internet connection. And no. so that's the challenge there, is like, do you actually make Animal Crossing a full-on MMO? And it's yes. like, I'm kind of glad that they didn't. But you could have it as an option. What yes. if you had two islands? Yes, what if you, you could have, have like one a- island that you have on the local, but then you could have right. a shared island. Right. Imagine it's like, yeah, like you could have like this kind of like group island for like you and seven other people and it's like you have to be online to access it but it's always there and whoever a little bit like a minecraft server yeah right absolutely you log on to that minecraft server and like play around together and then you also have your own local minecraft game that you're playing like that that seems like that would i don't know why they didn't do that and it would be great (laughs) if you even remotely mentioned bloody server upkeep costs i'm going to scream because (laughs) every single aspect of that online functionality requires nintendo switch online service Yeah, 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 right. You have to pay for it, don't you? For this, which is just yeah. again, I know it's not expensive. It's it's quite cheap, yeah, but it is cheap. you're still paying for it. Yeah. Oh, it it winds me up no end. This. So, if you want to be able to like send a message to a friend, you have to have online switch. And if you yeah. want to be able to invite people to your island, you have to have switch online. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the same old, same old, and we talked about this multiple times, so go back and listen to our previous episodes on both the, the whole episode to do with Nintendo Online, <laughs> but also our, our episode on Splatoon as well. Yes. They've, they're using the, the app, the Nintendo Switch Online app, or whatever it's called, to be able to use Nook Link, which is basically just their version of the same Splatoon app they had. Right. And this is the only way in which you can communicate with people online. You can't talk in games. Not the the only way of communicating with another player online is by sending them a letter from like the airport stationery yeah. shop. What? The, it's the way they it's, they just they circumvent <sighs> all it. the like parental stuff, don't they? Like, I know, <laughs> I get it, but can't you just say I'm a child or I'm an adult yeah, at the beginning? I, know, I agree. I'm like I'm a 31 year old man. Oh, I've just aged myself on the show <laughs> literally directly you know <laughs> yeah. like i don't need nannying no <laughs> if someone's being nasty i would just block them simple what a, like we could have some nice voice chat like a little oh, like i don't see why not imagine <laughs> how cute that would be if you're like wondering imagine if like it was like um uh, what game does it where it's like distance based sea of thieves 
right? Like, yeah. where it's like voice chat all the time. And as you get closer, you can hear the people on the other ship talking. Yeah. Imagine if, like, that was like, it's like, where are you? And you could, like, hear oh, them I'm in the distance. Here, on the and island. it's like That'd full stereoscopic so 3D. That'd and, be so oh, fun. <laughs> but no. So to be able to even chat, like, not voice chat, but like chat, instant messenger, you have to use the voice, you have to use the app whilst yep. also playing the game somehow. Yeah. Uh, even though the game has a touchscreen built into the screen. Yep. So, yeah, there's that. So that's just the usual. But then even the other sort of like local wireless multiplayer, mm. even if you're on a TV, for example, and you're playing like docked, it's still really kind of awkward and weird. Like, mm. so if you can, if you got like other people in the house that want to play at the same time, like the, the direct shows the, you and like your brother and like your mum and dad or something, right? You can all play together as long as you have a Joy-Con. So you need like another set of Joy-Cons if all three, four of you want to play on the same TV screen. But one of you is the leader and the other three follow. Yes. And the followers can only do walking, it seems right. like. They can't like go very far from you as well, they, right? Because like, they have to stay all on the same, on the same screen. It doesn't split screen, which is fine. Like, I get that the split screening game would make it very small. But they can't do it. What's the point? I don't get the point. Yeah. Like, it feels like just a half-baked idea that they felt like they needed to add, but didn't really have any idea of how or why. So, like, you, even in the, the direct, the, like, the, 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 the lovely lady talking with a really nice accent, very softly, still struggles to make it sound appealing. Like, she comes <laughs> up with things like, you could maybe do some shopping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it just doesn't seem to work. Like, it, I don't know, I'm being cynical about it. But the game at the end of the day is always going to be a single player experience for 99% of the time. Yeah. I get it. It just feels like they're trying really hard to make it like a community idea. Yeah. But the best thing really the, how. 99% of the multiplayer is about sharing the fruit that you have so that you get mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. you get the fruit that isn't on your own island so you get the most bells. Like that's what it's all about. <laughs> so I'm I'm just skeptical about the multiplayer side of things. Like it looks yeah. complicated and not very good yeah so but we'll see maybe that'll change in time but probably not with no nintendo yeah. yeah i mean i'm definitely lucky like tony and i have well we've pre-ordered it you know we'll be able to play local multi like local yeah. multiplayer tends to work a bit easier like as in local wireless uh, tends to so be are you going to share a console and share islands or are you can have your own individual islands just visit each other oh definitely individual islands right yeah okay. yeah because we've got two we're, we've pre-ordered two copies so yeah, okay, we're cool. uh, the individual islands definitely but at least we'll be it'll be relatively easy for us to hop in and out of each other's thing like i say like like that's one thing that actually like going back to that story at the start about the wi-fi and wild world and stuff like that like both wild world and well, Wild World in particular, because we were long distance, like it was actually mm. really fun and it did work really well. Like you could just leave your village open and then we would just like hop in and out of each yeah. other's town or village or whatever. And all you'd get is this like brief notification that the other person arrived and then you were just carrying on doing what you wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, just playing. And that was just really fun. Like we would just like nice. harvest fruit for each other and like bring it over to the other person and stuff like mm. that. Yeah, no, it's it's nice. I'm um, I am just being too cynical. I appreciate. Um, <laughs> so, and I know a lot of people aren't going to play like I'm suggesting people should play, but yeah. Um, the only other things that I was going to touch on lightly were some of the other smaller, like things they've added or are doing that I really like. Mm. So for example, the navigation tools are really cool. Like the ability to move around the Island using poles and ladders. Oh yeah. Um, like it removes that kind of annoying aspect of, I've got to go like a lot, an extra 30 seconds worth of walking to get up the yeah, hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that, that's quite nice. I like I like the fact that they've thought about like quality of life things within just playing the game as normal. 
Also being able to choose where your neighbors live is super nice because like if you've like planned out an area that you want to be sort of like a city center area or a garden area or something and then like a random person puts the house down like in the middle of like the walkway to it it's like yes oh, really yeah so yeah. now you have a lot more control over sort of more awkward randomness of the game yeah. so that's good too yeah again it's like part of me is like ah, that means i have to be creative and decide where yeah. to put everyone you just know i'm going to put them in like a really in like a nice ordered line yeah but that's good because <laughs> you can I mean, I, some people are going to be like really creative and fancy other people like you and i just can be like okay in a line alphabetically like best DNA. place to put sandy <laughs> like yes exactly you go there uh, other things that i was quite impressed by how uh, some of the kind of like time saving and quality of life things hmm. i really like how they've removed the need to buy stationery individually and oh, now yeah. it's all just part of like the sending a letter feature yeah so because I, I hated that back in the day when you had to like buy the right stationery and if you mm-hmm. missed out on the particular one you could never use it again like, yeah. you didn't want to send it because you want to lose it and it was nice that you could just now simply go to the airport weirdly i don't know why you go to the airport <laughs> to send the message but whatever you do they're going to put it on a plane uh, aren't they they're going to put it, put <laughs> to it on. go and airdrop it to someone on <laughs> yeah, the island absolutely <laughs> um, that's how it works uh you know you just choose the design and it, it that's just a nice again it's just simple it's just super simple yeah the, i mean this is a recurring theme right in all of this lots of simplification yeah. of animal crossing for sure oh and isabel's back which is lovely because we course. all love isabel i mean imagine imagine if she wasn't yeah i'm i'm definitely excited um talking about it as maybe even more excited i'm i'm a little bit gutted that it comes out literally the day we go to japan um, oh so yeah i definitely need that unlimited data because we're not like we've pre-ordered digital copies because oh, no. it feels like animal crossing is like a good like normally I, I i do like getting physical copies of games because i'm still especially with someone like nintendo i like there aren't you many don't trust com- their online services there aren't many companies i trust to like give me like think about like your n64 cartridges i yeah. know you never play them but they are but there still and they there. will still work and like i trust steam like steam yes. is one of those where it's like you buy a game on steam and i don't have any concern that steam is going to like disappear go one day. away yeah like it's probably going to stay around forever but like nintendo mm, i don't know yeah. like I th- we're gonna shut down the WiiWare store and yeah. now you can't get access to all those games you bought like it makes me nervous and and i know mm. that that's that is the digital like that is the digital pack rat in me like there's a reason why i have like a 13 terabyte server sat yes. next to me yeah, right yeah, now yeah. um but like animal crossing feels like a good game to be a digital copy because one of the upsides to it is that like you don't have to swap your cartridge exactly. to just pop in play exactly. it and then close it and then go keep on playing like, right whatever you're playing at the time it's gonna be like you know i'm gonna carry on buying physical copies of games and then i can just literally just hop into animal crossing which is mm. exactly what it's like it's definitely a like therapy game and yeah, uh absolutely. like and a game to chill out with for like half an hour or something and so yeah that's but as a result it means that unless they're gonna like do preloading which i don't think nintendo don't do like preloading of games don't like steam and, they do but and i might be Xbox wrong and stuff but like yeah, unless they do a preload just before we go away, then uh, we're going to be finding the fastest Wi-Fi we can. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be sat in a Starbucks for several hours. Yeah, exactly. Out a single it's going to be coffee. it's going to be horrendous. I know it. It's going to feel we're going to be <laughs> we're going to waste like a good couple of hours trying to like work out if we can download it or not. But yeah, like I'm pretty excited for it. I've never been 
like a hardcore Animal Crossing fan, but I've always been a fan nonetheless. And I've always enjoyed them when I have played them. So yeah. I'm definitely going to pick it up on release and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm looking forward to like their free like seasonal updates they do. Like, oh, yeah. They're doing Bunny Day, which is Easter sort of stuff. I wanted to quickly talk about that as well, because it was I, I can't remember where I read it, but it's a really interesting point that they're delivering holidays via deal via like free updates yeah and i'm wondering if they're gonna use that as a way of solving kind of time travel like where you've got a more internet connected animal crossing it feels like time like time travel has always been this weird part of animal crossing where like some i've never done it but like some people like will jump forwards and backwards in time to like get all the holidays and Mm. you know all of that kind of stuff it feels like nintendo are maybe being a little bit like yeah no like yeah. stop, Being stop a, doing that. a little bit gatekeepery, but <laughs> yeah. maybe in a good way. Yeah, I think in a good way. I think in a good way because um, it means that everyone enjoys it in real time, everywhere. You know, in, in where you hear about everything that can happen in a game. Like now, everyone's going to be uncovering it at together. the same time. Yeah, rather than like on day one, it's like oh, the Christmas stuff is cool. Right. And it's like okay, and again, thinking back to Pokemon, like it's like all of the they've been doing loads of events with Pokemon with like different max raids and stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah. like the other day there was a Mewtwo max raid. Oh, cool. Um you couldn't catch Mewtwo, but you got like really cool stuff if you if you killed yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that's such a like great cool that's like a like a global event is happening like everyone is trying to kill Mewtwo um, and it's really hard that sounds terrible it's You're trying to sounds... make Mewtwo faint yes sorry faints faints of course it's Pokemon it's it's a, it's it's uh, E for everyone um yeah like I think that Animal Crossing benefits from that kind of like serendipity yeah. of, of uncovering stuff that semi-live service mm, game definitely. play method yeah definitely but yeah we'll probably Talk about our first impressions when it comes out in a soundbite. Maybe a soundbite or, like or maybe do a full review or something. Probably mm. get Tony on for if we do a full review. Oh, yeah, She's going to be playing um, it a lot as well. Um, but yeah, that that's Animal Crossing. and But I'm sure a lot of our fans are also big Nintendo fans. So absolutely. I imagine they've either watched it or now they're going to go and, go and watch the direct if they didn't know it was a thing. And the hype is I imagine real. people are going to be picking up the game. And so we... Let us know what you're looking forward to. Let yeah. us know why you know you're excited for Animal Crossing. What feature you're looking most looking forward to? Absolutely, please do um, send us an email: show at octal.fm, or find us on Twitter at octal.fm on Twitter, or Facebook facebook.com forward slash octal.fm, uh, or Instagram octal.fm on mm-hmm. Instagram. I did post an Instagram video the other day um, for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Actually, the time before that was a photo of some food went from when we went to Naples. So that, <laughs> that gives you that's an idea. a long time ago. Yeah, uh, Instagram account needs some love. Um, so yeah, come and follow us on Instagram. And as always, if you're listening to this in a podcast app, please give it a like. Mm. Please give us a, a subscribe, a review, a star rating, preferably higher than one. <laughs> You know, it everything helps. It's really good. It, it's always really nice to see some feedback. Yeah, I mean, um, it helps as well. It helps get more people listening to the definitely show, does. which we definitely want more more Absolutely. interaction. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I hope you enjoy your time on your new Deserted Island getaway package with Nook Inc. Oh, yeah. Um, and we shall certainly be seeing you on the beach. Uh, yep. But until then, I've been Zephyrin. And I've been Gelada. And catch us again for another episode of Octal FM very soon. On the On the horizon. <laughs> That's going in. I'm, le- I'm going to leave that like three second long pause. <laughs>
upper mountain. Not upper mountain. Up I should have said with mountains in Animal Crossing. Oh my I god! Mean, that the would scale. Be, that'd be something. That could Animal be Crossing, but it's the, but the map is the size of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh wow! No, you, these are things we cannot talk about. <laughs> this is the hidden magic. A piece of Nintendo advertisement that was 27 minutes long is given as a 45-minute long podcast. Look at that. We <laughs> can get content from Nintendo in any way we can. I oh, know, absolutely. Um, anything to th- have to anything to avoid thinking about a real episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them. Oh, sorry, sorry. The yeah, uh, save that for the outtakes. <laughs>